summer exactly but jake was asking me what music can we play for sam abel and i thought of this song because this song to me is this the feel of this song is the like <laughs> ideal golf breeze song <laughs> like that's just i love it isn't that perfect sam abel's the city manager <laughs> for golf breeze ethereal. yeah yes, everything's kinda... great in the breeze i want to say y'all were killing it earlier i don't know who picked the dc talk and the, the oh, yeah. johnny like wow that's that's perfect on a cold morning. Uh, we're, we're having a lot of fun. We always have fun with the music. I, you know, it, this is totally off of anything we're going to talk about, but um, somebody had asked me recently, because Leadership Santa Rosa comes through and asks us questions. They tour the facility whatever, and they'd ask me, what's why do you play the bumper music you play? And I said, well, because to me, you know, a lot of people, um, they – a lot of morning shows have it's music, 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 and then some talking. Um, I think of us as talking, 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 and some music. And we want to have you have fun with the music, just enough music to enjoy it, you know? 30 seconds of uh, woohoo, you know, and then you're talking. So, uh, Sam, I got a question for you last week, of course. Well, it was before that, but in December, Todd Torgerson put in his notice that he was resigning because of the Form 6 disclosures on finances that he decided were not compatible with the kind of private life that he has tried to live. Uh, and so he said he's done. Of course, you know this. So city council last night, four members took up the question of uh, replacing him and where do we stand? That's right, Andrew. So Gulf Breeze, as a smaller community, we are like so many others across the state that our council are volunteers. And we are a sophisticated city. Last year, our mayor and council achieved leveraging $18 million in grants for improvements, not just within our city, but in the regional area where we provide utilities uh, within two counties. It's incredible for volunteers who serve for a dollar a year. Um, And so you have to strike a balance between the privacy that your family wants and what you're giving back to your community. And I certainly understand that. We had residents who wanted to go on the record last night for stating that you know they attend meetings and what a thorough, excellent job Todd Torgerson did. Likewise, uh, the sentiments of the council were unanimous. He's a very intelligent man, served us very well on the Santa Rosa County Tourist Development uh, Committee and helping to get our boardwalk project done. So that is really the challenge. Um, Todd would write editorials. He would be outspoken with educating our citizenry on why decisions were getting made. Uh, The council want to fill that void, but the challenge is that for this seat, uh, you know, it would be for a limited period of time from our clerk's reading of the code, it would be to the next general election, so it would be less than a year. And so the council, the discussion last night was to make sure that they select someone who has volunteered in the past or at least as a minimum is a graduate of our Citizens Academy, mm-hmm. Gulf Breeze as a Citizens Academy, just like Pensacola. The whole goal of that program is it's a very in-depth, looking under the hood program where you're educating your citizenry on your city charter right. and on all facets of local government. Uh, so we have a list of four individuals who've been informed about the new financial disclosure laws. And first and foremost, they're so willing to you know trudge forward. And then also um, meet those minimum criteria. The council has said that they're willing to vote at the next meeting, and we'll kind of see where it goes from there. So these four are people who have already said they're interested, or they're still you're still having to reach out to them to ask them? 
Well, you know, just earlier on the agenda last night, we have our annual uh, appointment of uh, positions to our various volunteer boards. Uh So our architecture review board, our board of adjustment and so forth. So, Andrew, I was actually already calling our uh, current board volunteers to see if they were willing to continue to serve and also calling for business academy grads to see if they wanted to serve for the first time. Um, That happened on – I was already making the calls the preceding week when Todd Turgerson sent his letter of resignation on December 30th. So I just pulled that list back up and asked them if they would be willing to, um, you know, learn more information about the Form 6 from our city attorney, city clerk. Um, I called a lot of individuals for a week and a half, and um, ultimately we have a list of four individuals who would be interested in serving. It is going to be a hard position when you're coming in with those types of expectations, hitting the ground running, and you're four of our strategic plan and having less than a year to serve. So there is a lot happening in Gulf Breeze right now, and I think those who have served on our boards recognize that and want to do a good job. Yeah, very good. No, I, I, I agree with all of that. Very good. Uh, Sam Abel, she is the city manager for the city of Gulf Breeze. I always like to check in with her after the meeting, and that is probably the big thing that you all did last night. So I appreciate the update, Sam. Happy New Year. I don't think I had talked to you before that, but thanks so much for the time. We'll talk to you again uh, after the next city council meeting. All right. Thanks, Andrew. You bet. 815 here on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right. Just had a caller on the phone there telling me that the Avalon uh, Boulevard intersection with I-10. It was on the southbound side if you're getting uh, on Avalon southbound. But then I'm just now seeing a text that just came in on the, the other side of the traffic tip line, 437-1620, saying that uh, that a- actually that's all cleared out on Avalon. So, um, you know, if you are headed uh, down I-10 and going to get off on Avalon Boulevard, there could be some uh, could be some backup there from uh, from the light being out earlier, but it uh, looks like it might be back on now. Okay, all right. So looks like we have an accident. Uh, what am I looking at here? West Michigan Avenue. Uh, we did have a, a tip from the tip line saying that it was in front of Vanoy Tires. So that'll help me with the directional uh, geo positioning of this accident. So on West Michigan Avenue in front of Vanoy Tires, eastbound, we have a roadway blockage there from a vehicle crash with injuries. So just use caution in that area. Otherwise, around town, we're flowing smoothly, looking great this morning. This uh, traffic report is brought to you by Frontier Motors. Frontier Motors is the only dealer Dave Ramsey recommends in Pensacola. Frontier Motors on Beverly Parkway. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Hey, if you need to get your import service, your BMW, your Porsche, your Mercedes, your Lexus, your Audi, Genesis, or Jaguar, take it to Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. They work on these cars all the time. I mean, you might have thought when you got an import, I pay more for it, I got to pay more for service. You don't. You do not have to go to the dealership. You do not have to pay for the gas and the time and probably the extra cost, okay? You can take it to Bobby Likas. They work on these cars all the time. Also, the domestics. I mean, not only the imports, but also domestics, gas engines, diesel engines. a little bit different, but they work on that, too. The philosophy is to prevent the big stuff by routine, preventative, scheduled maintenance. See them for the little things. And periodically, just like you take your body to the doctor, take your car to Bobby Likas to make sure that they can check it over and be sure that nothing big is coming at you that you were not anticipating carclinicservice.com online or check them out in person right here on Davis Highway.
It's a new year and that means new savings on your next Volkswagen from Pete Moore Imports. Remember 0% financing? Well, it's returned to Pete Moore Imports and is now available on all 2023 Volkswagen Tiguan and Taos crossover models. In addition to 0% financing, Pete Moore Imports is discounting those models like the 2023 Taos SE, now from $31,245, and the 2023 Tiguan SE R-Line, now from $34,791. Both discounted models offer 0% financing for 60 months and with the new year comes the 2024 atlas se now from 38696 and the 2024 atlas cross sport se from 37361 start saving this month at feed more imports they're not in car city so you won't pay car city prices feed more imports is on new warrington road pensacola special apr rate for qualifying credit to bci sale price before tag tax title and associated dealer fees must take delivery by february 29 2024 This is Pastor Carl Gallups of the Hickory Hammock Baptist Church in Milton, Florida. Are you and your family looking for a church that when Sunday morning rolls around, you can say, oh good, it's time to go to church? Well, let me invite you to consider worshiping with us at Hickory Hammock Baptist Church, where multiplied hundreds of people say these very words every Sunday. We are doctrinally sound, featuring the exaltation of Jesus Christ and the clear contextual preaching of the Bible. The Bible is made relevant and exciting. You're convicted, challenged, encouraged, and uplifted at the same time. We have premier youth ministries, children's ministries, senior adult ministries, Bible studies, and missions outreach. We have a team of pastoral counselors offering guidance for your Christian and family life. You can find out everything you'd want to know about us on our huge and highly interactive website at hickoryhammockbaptist.org. Let me give you an open invitation to worship at Hickory Hammock Baptist Church this Sunday morning. And then the next Sunday, you'll say, oh good, it's time to go to church. I kid you not, regular members and even first-time guests say it every single Sunday. Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take ZQuil. ZQuil, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non-habit-forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow. I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better days start with ZQuil nights. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. Uses directed. Keep out of reach of children. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Join the fun of the Kids and Critters Mardi Gras Parade, a walking procession for people and pets, Saturday beginning at 2 in the Casino Beach parking lot. See PensacolaBeachMardiGras.com for more. The 28th Annual Cordova Mall Ball is Saturday night, benefiting the Studer Family Children's Hospital. Come out for the sights, food from favorite restaurants and chefs, live music, and fun. See PensacolaMardiGras.com. Submit your events at NewsRadio923.com. All the big national news in a conversation with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins from 11 till 2 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. No. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, no, yeah. no. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No, John, no. I'll drive. Okay. Good morning, 821, News Radio 92. Three cold today, a little bit warmer tomorrow, a little bit warmer then, and then again, it's going to be below freezing in the 20s Saturday morning and Sunday morning. So we get to do all of this all over again, except without the school closures. Uh, let's see, let's go into the newsroom now. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines this morning. David? David? 
I caught him because I went early. <laughs> He's not used to me coming to him this early. He's editing. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, man, what's going on in the newsroom? Well, lots of things going on in the news today. <laughs> <laughs> including. Perfect. Hey, there's a new That's st- what I'm hoping for. And with that, I'm done. No, uh, there's a new study that finds half of American cities are at risk of losing up to a quarter of their populations by 2100. Researchers uh, at the University of Illinois, Chicago, looked at declining fertility rates and population migrations out of cities. Uh, Looking at census data, they predicted the U.S. population could start to decline uh, by 2080. A merger of two large grocery chains in the country appears to have been put on a pause. Kroger and Albertsons uh, say that deal's now been delayed following concerns from federal regulators. And, uh, well, no doubt reuniting for the first time in nearly a decade for this year's Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival. Sweet. All right. The one shot. That's, I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, so. I'll still take it. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I saw No Doubt in concert one time. I'm trying to remember what they opened for Nine Inch Nails, maybe, or Bush, something. one of those mm-hmm, two, I think mm-hmm. it was. So, yeah, they're good. At, she's good in, in show. All right, uh, David. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Best in show. Best in show. Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> You're good with words, sir. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. All right, uh, David, thanks so much for the update. It's cold. I can't speak. It's not a good, not a good can't excuse. Speak. Can't speak. <laughs> oh. Oh, you, you didn't even mean to no, do that? No, that oh, was an inadvertent. Inadvertent pun. Oh, wow. Man. <laughs> I just got caught in the spider web. Don't anyway, 437 oh. No, that one was bad. That was on purpose, and it wasn't funny. Um, <laughs> I'm just a girl, so. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, my God. Where were we? Oh, yeah. Um, thinking about buying a home? I mean, why not? Wouldn't you? When you were talking about no doubt. Anyway, um, if you're thinking about buying a home, selling a home, getting a second or a third, a rental property, something like that, Christina Leavenworth, and her folks at Levin Rinky Realty, she's fantastic. They're fantastic. 175 homes sold last year. She's only been doing this about seven years. That's so crazy. You're seven years in, in, and you're like one of the top producers in there. 175 homes. That's just crazy, ridiculous. And it's partially, it's partially communication. You know, always talking to you, answering your questions, making sure you know what's going on. And partially system, which is having a process for selling these homes and listing and photographing and you know staging and which websites and when to do the open house and what price, just all of that. They have figured this stuff out. It's unbelievable. So buying or selling or just to get an opinion, you know, honestly, just get an opinion. 723-9158, Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Rinky Realty. All right, I'm going to make you own this, Jake. Jake has completely thrown me off today (laughs) because he made an observation about Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um, I'm going to make you say it first oh, because man. he was looking at him on TV and he's like, oh, my God, I know who Vivek Ramaswamy reminds me of. Beavis. He is a grown <laughs> He's a grown man, Beavis. He's Indian Beavis. Indian Beavis. He's got that giant forehead and the hair on top of the giant forehead. I mean, I'm, oh, man. You can just hear the laughter. And I do kind of feel like if he just got up there one time and went, are you threatening me? Like, I, that would fit. Like that <laughs> If would he be... pulled his shirt up over his head. <laughs> Uh, the next press secretary for the White House. Um, anyway, I just I couldn't get past it once you told me that. Uh, you got traffic um, on the files. Go ahead. Yes, I do. Um, all right. So I'm not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents to report to you this morning. We do have on West Michigan Avenue, we do have some roadway blockage there in front of Vanaway Tires from a vehicle crash there, uh, but not a major delay as of yet. Uh, let's see here. Around town, Highway 98 east and westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. We're looking good there. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace. No accidents reported there. 
And it uh, looks like Highway 29 South or Cantonment is clear as well. If you do see anything out there, always call or text us on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Oh, see, I didn't even know this was happening. There was an election yesterday? What? <laughs> I mean, I guess in South Florida, uh, District 35 in the State House, Democrat Tom Keene won, uh, flipping the Republican seat. Erica Booth was the Republican. Uh, 11,390 votes to 10,800, apparently. Uh, Fred Hawkins uh, had stepped down from the seat to become president of South Florida State College. So um, now the Republican supermajority is just a little bit less super. But, I mean, it's still massive. I mean, 75%, I think, in both chambers, if I remember correctly, or right in that vicinity. So I didn't even know we were having one of those. So, okay. You cannot follow it all, ladies and gentlemen. You just cannot follow it all. Um, let's see. The ABC debate for the New Hampshire primary is uh, not going to happen now because it was only going to be Governor DeSantis. Uh, former Governor Haley said, I don't need to participate in a debate. I am the front runner after Donald Trump, and it's a two-person race now. I like that she calls it a two-man race, though, because that's the phrase. Anyway, and uh, he's not going to debate. She said she'd debate if he'd debate, and he won't debate, so she won't debate. So Governor DeSantis is like, oh, dang, I was hoping to free advertising because not doing well in the polls there, but, you know, that's not going to happen. There is a big case at the Supreme Court today, and this is one of those, it would bore you to death if I told you just what it is, but if I tell you why it matters, you might get a sense of why this is going to be a potentially major case in the Supreme Court. It's not about abortion or guns or, you know, sexual orientation or any of the stuff that you usually get worked up over. It's about Chevron deference. And I know you've never heard of it, most likely. Chevron deference is a doctrine that grew out of a case that was, gosh, 30 years ago, maybe 40 years ago. And it was the doctrine that was developed was that if the administrative agency under the White House and the executive branch comes up with a rule about something, and that rule is not contrary to what Congress wrote in its laws, either its enacting documents or any of its subsequent legislation about that agency's authority, then the court should defer to the agency for the evaluation of what their power and scope and latitude and decision-making and rulemaking authority is. Instead of what a lot of people think is what the Constitution says is that it is up to the courts to interpret the laws Congress writes and decide whether the agency is, in fact, operating within the scope given it by Congress. I think that. That's what I think a majority of the Supreme Court thinks. And this is all kinds of things. This was like when it came out, This the Chevron case was one of these like, oh, the Supreme Court has issued a ruling. And it has since been used in, I think the number is 18,000 subsequent cases. It's, it's tens of thousands, okay? It's a lot of cases because every time an agency makes a new rule that Congress did not explicitly tell it to make, the question is, should they be allowed to make that rule? And their answer is, well, yeah, that's Chevron deference. The court should defer to them. And the Supreme Court has not really referred to this in quite a long time, and that's because I think that the, the doctrine is kind of on the way out because it gives so much power to the executive branch. And subsequent administrations can change what they say the law means by changing the administrative rulemaking within the law. So this has to do with what the EPA does. This has to do with what the Department of Transportation does. This has to do with fishing and wildlife. Like one of the cases here, one of the applicants that are bringing this case, one of the litigants, is um, on behalf of uh, fishing boats. 
because the uh, the wildlife management made a rule that there had to be a in-person observer on the fishing boats to make them comply with all of the fishing regulations. And that not only did there have to be one, but the fishing boat had to pay that person's salary, 800 bucks a day. And they're like, what if we don't even make 800? I mean, that's outrageous. And then Chevron Deference says, well, you know, they get to make the rules. not explicitly contrary to what Congress said. So there you go. Well, they brought this case all the way to the Supreme Court. And here's what I think is going to happen. I think that we've got a conservative majority, including Samuel Alito, who is clearly against Chevron Deference. I think they're going to strike this down or get rid of it or somehow they're going to change this. And it is going to dramatically sweep away a lot of federal power in the executive branch back to back to Congress. That is a good thing for shrinking the administrative state. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Supreme Court hears arguments this morning in a case about the power of federal agencies. The case is being brought by lawyers for fishermen who troll the Atlantic for herring and object to a maritime agency's law put in place to prevent overfishing. Their attorneys are asking the court to overturn its own 1984 decision in a case that's become known as the Chevron deference, one of the most cited cases in U.S. law. And doing away with the precedent could affect regulations in many other areas. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Tonight's Republican debate is canceled with Nikki Haley saying she'll only debate now if former President Trump is there or later against President Biden. Ron DeSantis would be the only one on stage tonight. I think that she doesn't want to debate because the last debate that we did together, you know, didn't go well for her. That's just that's just the reality. I understand that. He, Haley and Trump have campaign events in New Hampshire today. The primary there is in six days. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, it's 8.31 at News Radio 92.3. Right now, 21 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Beautiful morning, other than the cold right now in Pensacola. Uh, the Pensacola City Council meeting as the CRA voted last night to move forward with tearing down the old structurally damaged Malcolm Young Gym. This came after a presentation from contractors who looked into the damage at both the Young Gym and the Cobb Center uh, and gave an update on their conditions. The agenda item to fund a full assessment of the Malcolm Young Center was amended to accept a demolition bid that was on the table until the end of the month. Uh, I do know that if we were to move forward with demolition, that's not saying we still, there still has to be a decision made on what goes there. Um, so that that is another conversation for another day. Councilman and CRA board member Jared Moore, and uh, during the discussion, several board members did discuss keeping that land in the Parks and Rec Department and potentially in the future building a new gym in that location rather than using it for affordable housing. Uh, as for the Cobb Center, the board approved a motion to refer that to a future city council meeting uh, where they would discuss funding a full building assessment and move forward with repairs for that building. Escambia County Public Schools now has a permanent school superintendent. Last night, the school board voted to give Keith Leonard the job. He'd been serving as the interim superintendent since last May. The board voted unanimously in favor of giving Leonard the job. Uh, Chairperson Patty Hightower now negotiating a contract for him. Yesterday, Mayor D.C. Reeves said uh, that the Pensacola International Airport had another record year for foot traffic. We basically went from about 2.45 million to 2.73 million uh, year over year. Um, and uh, within December itself was an 18% increase uh, from December 23 over uh, to December 2022. 
and that uh, Mayor Reeves there, and he says that the yearly total amounts to about 12% growth from 2022 to 2023. Reeves also said beginning in March, Silver Airways is going to be adding nonstop service to Palm Beach and continuing their service available from the airport to the Bahamas. An LGBTQ group is, in their words, alarmed by some of the bills being considered in Tallahassee this year. Equality Florida uh, says that they're opposed to 22 different bills that they say attack the freedoms, rights, and dignity of gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender Floridians. Saunders says... uh, Senior political director Joe Saunders for that organization points out two bills that would make it illegal for employers and contractors to refer to someone by a pronoun that doesn't match their sex at birth. Uh, As the war surpasses 100 days now in Israel, the Florida House taking up a bill dealing with anti-Semitism, House Bill 187, filed by Mike Gottlieb wants to put a definition of anti-Semitism into state law. To assist in the monitoring and reporting of anti-Semitic hate crimes. Monitoring and reporting. And, and discrimination and to make residents aware of and to combat such incidents in this state. And he says the, the goal of that bill is to uh, avoid misinformation spreading across the state. It is 835 at News Radio, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Jake. Well, at uh, if you're on Highway 29 coming out of Cantonment this morning, headed south, uh, at the Raceway gas station there in both directions, that intersection is really starting to back up. I'm not seeing an accident reported as of yet, but I will do some more research on this event. Otherwise, around town, we're looking great. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds everywhere. And it looks like Chase Street, Garden Street, Gregory Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. If you do see something out there, let me know. Uh, This traffic report is brought to you by Staples Stores. Staples Stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples Store. Our traffic tip line is 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thank you very much, Jake. And now our Channel 3 weather. We are going to be seeing a very cold start to the day. Temperatures starting off in the teens and 20s, feeling much cooler as you go through the afternoon. Sunny skies, high near 46 degrees. Another cold night tonight. Temperatures dropping into the 30s, 34 degrees for your low. And then by Thursday, warming up with 60 degrees and a 30% chance of rain. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, 21 in Pensacola, 20 in Gulf Breeze, 21 in Milton. Your money now. This morning, the market's down at the opening bell. The Dow is down 12021 at 372491. S&P 500 down 3652 at 472946. NASDAQ down 18540 at 47704. The 10-year bond rate up a bit at 4.1% today. Gold prices uh, down six ninety at two thousand twenty three thirty. Silver prices down twenty seven cents at twenty two eighty one. And Bitcoin down seven twenty one forty eight right now at forty two four sixty six ninety five. New data showing the American home buyer's dollar goes just about half as far as it did at the end of 2020. Rising mortgage rates coupled with the shortage of homes on the market resulting in rising prices and bidding wars weakened the home buyer's position over the last three years, according to an NBC analysis of Redfin. Despite that, people are still buying homes with about $4 million on track to sell this year. The chief economist for the National Association of Realtors says if you don't make six figures, it's going to be really tough to afford a home in many markets. 
I'm Rebecca Hughes. Thank you, Rebecca. Congress announcing a new bipartisan deal to expand the child tax credit and create a series of tax breaks for businesses. That deal between uh, Missouri Republican Jason Smith and Oregon Democrat Ron Wyden. It'll end months of negotiating and enhance refundable child tax credits to try, try to provide relief for struggling families and those who have multiple children. And Boeing stock taking a big hit. Wall Street Report says an FAA audit opens up with a whole new can of worms for the company. That comes after the door plug incident during an Alaska Airlines flight on a Boeing 737 MAX 9 earlier this month. It's 838, your next news at 9 and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru. The men and women here at Anderson Subaru are committed to the Subaru Love Promise, a promise between us and our communities, a promise to make the Gulf Coast a better place to live, to work, and to play. And we're proud of what we've accomplished. From our ongoing support of the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association and Ascension Sacred Heart to volunteering with Feeding the Gulf Coast, We've conducted clothing drives for loaves and fishes and charity auctions for Gulf Coast Kids House, and we support Sherwood Elementary School in multiple ways. We're committed to the pets in our communities, too. By supporting dog adoption events with Phoenix Rising Rescue, Barktoberfest with Pensacola Humane Society, and Potty Gras with Wolfgang Park and Brews. And the love continues. Through donations, volunteering, and monetary support, Anderson Subaru is making a difference in the lives of our neighbors and our community. The Subaru Love Promise. That's a promise we intend to keep at Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. In the world of payroll and HR services, things can get complicated. There are so many moving parts in business. At Avalon HR, we understand these complications and have your back. Join us today at 10 o'clock on the Pensacola Expert Panel as we guide you through the complicated world of payroll and HR services. Running a business is busy work. Allow Avalon HR to work with you. Join us today on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 10 on News Radio 1620-923 FM. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Secret offers, guaranteed returns, over-the-top promises that you too can make fast money. These are all red flags that you should be wary of when looking at investment opportunities. Visit Florida's Office of Financial Regulation website 24-7 to learn what questions to ask before you invest. Remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Visit slofr.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Do you want to stay up to date on the latest news, weather, and traffic, but don't have a radio nearby? Then you need to download our new app. With the News Radio Pensacola app, you can get text alerts for breaking news, severe weather, and traffic delays. Plus, customize your alerts so you only get the information you need. It's easy to sign up for text alerts. Just download our app, create an account, and select the alerts you want to receive. You can even change your settings at any time. So, what are you waiting for? Download the News Radio Pensacola app today and start getting text alerts. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Okay, so you go to Walmart or any store, I suppose, these days, but, you know, Walmart was kind of the, the first, really. Um, you go there, you've got your stuff in your cart, 
You pull up to the self-check because that's pretty much all you can do anymore. You pull up to the self-check. Here's my question for you. 437-1620. What's your method for self-check? Let me give you some options to think about. Okay. Option number one, pull an item out of your cart, scan it over the scanner, waving, and then put it in a bag. Option number two, same thing. Take it out of your cart, wave it over the scanner, put it outside the bag, accumulate items, and later bag them in mass. Option number three, hand scanner. Hand scan everything in the cart and then bag it. Option number four, you see what I'm getting at? There's a lot of possibilities here. So my question for you is 437-1620, what's your method? What's the right way to use the self-checkout? Uh, I am presuming you have access to a hand scanner. Yes. That's a key part mm-hmm. of this question. If you don't have choices, you don't have choices, okay? Uh, but if you do have choices, what's your method? 437 uh, Jake, do you have a, a preference here? All right. This is this is my whole ordeal here. This is my whole plan. I, I go up and with— ju- and, ju- and just to let you know, yeah. Jake is a— um, He's a, a bit of a detail-oriented person. A little bit. He's, he's just a little bit on the massively obsessed with the small things spectrum, so mm-hmm. it's perfect. We love him for that. Go on. All right. I just okay. want context for folks, right? Yes, yes, definitely. So uh, I pull up with my cart. I grab the scanner with a napkin so that I don't have to touch <laughs> the scanner with COVID my hands because those on. things are greasy. Those things are always greasy. They're never clean. No, and never, so ever. I will uh, I will scan my water and if I have any big items like kitty litter or something like that okay, that I'm going to leave gonna in, the in the cart. Yes. So gotcha. I'll scan those and then I'll put everything else on the conveyor. Push. Oh, you, you go to a conveyor. Fancy. All yes, right, that's on. at the Walmart. I usually like to go talk to Betty in the line there, but <laughs> if I have to go, this is this is based on you scan. So, uh, yeah, I put everything on the conveyor belt, push the cart forward, and I bag as I go. Okay, scan so it, it's bag it in the cart. Scan it into the bag. Scan it into the bag. Scan into it. the cart. Now, yep. do you try to also arrange it by type so that you're actually bagging yes. smart, Largest. you know, dry goods together, refrigeratables yes. together, all of that? Yeah, and, no, and by size. Okay, all right, fair enough. Heaviest fair. first. All right, so big things that stay in the cart are the hand scanner, which is what the hand scanner is sort of theoretically yeah. for. Right. All right, let me, let me give you a different viewpoint on this. Okay. Okay, you ready for this? Yes. Um, I hate the wave scanner. Mm. It's slow. It's clunky and mm-hmm. annoying mm-hmm. to have to use the, the wave scanner because it's just, it, it's never faster. But you know that hand scanner? I'm like, wider, man, beep, 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 beep. And you can just go from one item to the next to the next and get all get it all real fast. The challenge for me comes in the and then what category. Do I then move the groceries into the bags and then back into the cart? Yeah, probably so. I think that's usually how I do it. But um yeah, and also it's a uh, you know it's a it's a task shifting gain, right? Anytime you switch from one task to the next, which is grab, scan, bag, that's like you're doing three tasks all at once. If you can go scan, 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 move, 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 or move and bag, move and bag, move and bag, you know, it's just a little bit more efficient. The problem is that you get done scanning, and then the people behind you are like, "You done? Were you not watching? <laughs> what makes you think I'm done? I'll be done when I move. When I press print on the receipt, take it and go." Then I'm done. You wait your turn. 845 on News Radio 92.3. What's your method? I'll get your text here in just a second. Jake's got traffic mm. on the fives. Well, I'm not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents to report to you this morning. Uh, I have an accident just popped up here. Let me get to where this is. This is on Gulf Breeze Parkway on Highway 98. No roadblock, though, but it is um, going to be, uh, looks like eastbound just before 
Uh, what road is that? That would be Garson Point. Uh, so that will be in Tiger Point. As you're getting into Tiger Point eastbound, there is going to be an accident on the right-hand side of the road, but it's not causing any roadblock. But just be careful because there is a lot of construction making those lanes a little bit narrow. If you see anything else out there, always let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, back to the uh, question of the day, which is, when you approach the self-checkout, what's your strategy? Hand scanner? Wave scanner? Uh, you know, and I agree with you, Jake, that the, the, the portable scanner is always nasty. I, I assume, but I don't yeah. worry about it. I just yeah. don't let myself worry about it. I touch handle, handle door handles these days. You know, I'm, I'm not much obsessed with the germs anymore. Uh, but that's how I do four, three, seven, 16, 20. But then I, I hand scan them in the cart and then I bag them. Somebody here says, um, way one and four, <laughs> one wave bag, one way that's way one. And way four is uh, scan, 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 and then bag them all. It depends on the weight of the things. If I don't want to bag things, somebody here says I do not get paid enough to scan my own things. <laughs> no, all right, yeah, um, but you do pay. You know, you do pay. There is a cost difference involved, right? You may not be getting paid, whatever. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Hand scan at the membership stores. Uh, scan and bag. Otherwise, grabbing items which can share a bag in the appropriate sequence. Oh, so uh, an organizer like the grocery cart is not organ. I wonder, does anybody pre-organize their grocery cart? The only way I do it is, like, I try to put bread and, uh, and eggs, like, up on the top so they don't get crushed, and otherwise for space. But I wonder if there are people, I am sure there are people who are like, okay, the meat goes in this quadrant of the grocery uh, cart, and then, the you know, the, the box goods go over here, and the sacks of stuff, and the liquids over there. I am sure uh, folks like that. Four, Me? three, seven, What's that, you? Yeah, I do that. <laughs> nice. I love Meat's it. Meat's always on the bottom. Somebody says, uh, I can't wait to hear what kind of comments this question is going to solicit. I predict it gets political in about six texts. <laughs> <laughs> not so far, not so far. Uh, somebody here says, I don't know the right way to do this. You'll have to ask my wife. Um, I don't know if that's like, you know, vaguely sexist <laughs> or if it's more like I've just been married for 30 years and I'm so beat down getting told everything I have to do a certain way by my wife that I just ask her what to do. Uh, it could be either. I, I, probably it's not that, either. They one both sound pretty bad. <laughs> uh, either one of them could be true. Uh, or it could just be, I don't know, I don't buy the groceries. Somebody says, I scan like items directly into bags, hand scan, ick. Only for large items. So that's a mm-hmm. like a germy factor. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I, I, I mean, I, I understand. Uh, I approach the self-checkout and walk on by to a checker. <laughs> Let me ask I you just, this. Have you ever been scanning and you see like the residue from something that somebody weighed before? And mm-hmm. then you have to set your bananas or something down to weigh <laughs> on there and you're like... Let me put a bag in between the scan <laughs> residue and my bananas, even though bananas are wrapped with a. You are such a germaphobe. I love it so I'm much. Telling you. Oh, but no, I mean it's true, especially not so much on, uh, but because it's it's weight based. But you know, mm-hmm. meat. Like yeah. you put meat on the conveyor if you're getting checked out by a person, yeah. and then you know that that's like somebody else's chicken drips it's all over you <laughs> it's no. all over your avocados right no. uh let's see somebody says i only scan after i fill up my w-2 and pass my employment physical and drug screening <laughs> see i always feel that about the yes. security check now that like sometimes they'll have a security gatekeeper to check your and i'm like i already did your job once and you want me to let you do your job now come on now if you can't trust me you shouldn't be having this system uh somebody says always take everything out scan and bag afraid of being accused of stealing right Oh, accuse me. Oh, we will have that encounter. Go ahead. Accuse, accuse me of stealing. Show me the video. Let's have some fun. Because I'm a wilting flower. No, not at all. That would be entertaining. Uh, somebody here says, um, I bet you if we all scanned every time, there's not one place that would lower their pricing. Yeah, 
I mean, you know, profit margin's got to be there for something. Four, three, oh, oh, this is smart, though. This is the person who talked about organizing items in the grocery cart and, you know, pulling them in the bag. Organizing the cart by section and pre-oriented for the UPC code up if hand scanning. Because that's a problem if you oh, if yeah. you scan in the cart and then you have to rearrange things as you're right. going to find mm-hmm. the UPC code. No, that's a good point. Yeah, I've run into that myself. So there you go. There's your um, there's your frivolous topic of the day. Feel free to ask strangers in the elevator what they think about this, or you know, don't either way. Eight fifty here on News Radio ninety two three. Informative, local, dependable. If you need to get any hardware supplies or advice, hardware supplies or advice or housewares, they have all of that at Pensacola Hardware. They've been in business since eighteen fifty one. The Oldest business in the entire state of Florida. One of the 50 oldest in the entire United States. Like, seriously, um, 32 of our uh, presidents have uh, been in office while they've been in business. Just to kind of put it in perspective, what they do, and they have helped build everything in Pensacola, and they can help you, you know, fix the wall or remodel the kitchen or whatever it is that you're doing, they can help you. And, again, particularly the value is they can give you advice. Go to them with your plan. They'll tell you it's a good plan or a bad plan, and they'll be able to help you find the stuff that you need to make that plan come true. Pensacola Hardware, right downtown at 20 East uh, Gregory Street. Parents usually know if their children will argue over their inheritance, but this can be prevented. I'm Wesley Odom with Armada Advisors. No one wants to see their wealth wasted away because of poor planning. I've assisted several clients with estate planning ideas and sometimes have served as trustee or executor upon their death. Give me a call at 497-6167. Armada Advisors is charting a better course. Looking for a sewing machine? Daryl Sewing is the largest sewing machine dealer in Pensacola, with new machines starting at $249 and used machines starting at just $150. There are lots of machines to choose from under $500, plus sewing furniture, craft supplies, and fabric. Financing is available. Daryl Sewing, 6705 North Davis Highway, between Creighton and Burgess. Online at sewinginpensacola.com. The folks at Daryl's say, when you buy from us, you get from us. That's sewinginpensacola.com. Join the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 10.30. Ask Cody Martin, the music director of the Pensacola Opera, discusses the kickoff of the 41st season with Donizetti's Lucia di Lammermoor, January 26th and the 28th. A tragic tale of the madness of matrimony. Learn more at PensacolaOpera.com and call or text in your questions for the Pensacola Opera at 850-437-1620. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Informative, local, dependable. Come here, will you? I need two more glasses for the girls. And also bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? <laughs> this is a public service announcement with guitar! of artificial intelligence in political advertising. The increasing access to sophisticated AI-generated content threatens the integrity of elections by facilitating the dissemination of misleading or completely fabricated information that appears more realistic than ever. The technology that produces this content has advanced rapidly and outpaced government regulation. Senate Bill 850 seeks to address the rising concern of deceptive campaign advertising by mandating disclaimers on political ads that contain certain 
content generated through artificial intelligence. This is Senate Bill 850. It's easy to remember that one, right, because of our area code. It's very simple. But this is the bill that would make it so you have to put a warning label on political ads that use AI. Nick DeSegli is the one running the bill. In the Senate, they put an amendment on there that requires that the um, the AI would be either misleading about a ballot initiative or harmful to the reputation of a candidate. So, Because you might use AI for, I don't know, you just want to fabricate a person saying a thing. You know, it's not about the candidate or anything else. It's not meant to be deceptive. It's just cheaper than paying an actor. I'm not saying that's good. I'm just saying, you know, you don't necessarily need to restrict that or, you know, create a landscape. Okay, there's all kinds of things. Tina Scott Polsky, who's a Democrat, says, well, we kind of do this already with some stuff. Does your bill address all the different ways in which people fake and fabricate and lie on political ads? So would AI be, I mean, we've been all been doing this for years where before it was like what you would really call AI, but like Photoshopping. If either positive for me, if I put myself next to a very positive figure, but you know, that person hadn't endorsed me, or likewise, I put a, in a mailer a picture of you next to a, a nefarious character and act as if you guys are in cahoots, even if you're not, is that considered, would that be a violation of this proposal? By the way, extra credit for using nefarious and cahoots in the same basic train of thought. That's uh, pretty impressive. And also, she's not young. Uh, <laughs> nobody under 30 ever says the word cahoots. Anyway, uh, but she's right. You know, there's all kinds of ways that you might fabricate things, or you, even political cartoons. Like, you have to be kind of careful about what you limit here. Uh, I am maybe would favor more that if you're going to— something along the lines of you must only use authentic voice, you must only use um, authentic video when you're representing candidates. But it's hard to write this legislation because, uh, for example, like robocalls. If it's a robocall where you faked the voice, I mean, that's bad. But where do you put the warning? Where do you put the disclaimer first? I, mean, I don't mind that. I think that's an important thing to do because you might hang up before you get to the disclaimer. And the disclaimer ought to be clear. Uh, but that would be the end of robocalls for politics. Oh, you've turned a disadvantage into a feature. <laughs> I'll take that. Bobby Powell and Tina Scott Polsky both said they have questions about the bill, concerns about enforcement and the mechanisms for it. But, um, you know, they like the idea of it, that we they all recognize something needs to be done that AI is going to dramatically change the way election advertising and campaigning gets done if we don't get a grip on it. And so they want to do something. The question is whether this bill is the right way to do that or not. 856 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got our traffic for us one last time today. Jake? All right. The only thing I'm seeing on the map this time of the morning is on Highway 98. If you're headed eastbound towards Tiger Point, uh, when you get to Country Club Drive, that's where the Sonic is and the entrance to the point there. Uh, you're going to have a vehicle crash off to the side. It's not blocking any of the roadway, so not causing any major delays, but there is a lot of construction in that area. So headed toward Tiger Point eastbound on 98 this morning. Just use caution getting by there. Otherwise, around town, we're looking great. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds, and all the side streets look clear. So if you see anything, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. You know, one of the uh, we had a big conversation in the 630, uh, 6.30 to 7 this morning. It's on the podcast page if you want to listen all about term limits because there is a bill being run it's sb 438 to make county commissioners limited to eight years total regardless of charter or non-charter counties santa rosa and escambia are non-charter counties and um i will tell you what i said back then and i'll say it again i find myself incredibly conflicted on the issue of term limits there are so many arguments for term limits 
there are so many arguments against term limits. It is, it's the rare political concept that I find myself evenly split. I don't know what I believe about it. Honestly, I don't. It's very, now I think that if you say you believe in term limits, but you won't take yourself out of office after eight years, then you're lying. I mean, if you believe in term limits, then go ahead and get out of office, right? Some people have local officials who have said that. I'm like, just show us that you believe in that. But um, I don't particularly have a problem with people running for re-election. Sam Parker is uh, now running for his third term. He just declared that this morning. So um, I, I think institutional knowledge, the ability to get things done, uh, a turnover isn't always good. That means less experienced people who come in. But at the same time, I get the corruption argument. I get the not willing to listen to the people, the difficulty of beating an incumbent. How do you get rid of bad policy? I mean, all of it. Seriously, there's so much on both sides here. But um, one problem I think we definitely have is this whole, like, win a plurality in the closed primary in your party, and then you're done because it's such a strong Republican. That's a terrible process. We need to fix that. That's awful. But I did find that there was a very entertaining moment very entertaining moment in the conversation. This is Blazing Goalie, who's running the bill for term limits by statute, not by vote. I have a problem with that also. That's actually a really, that's a that's a lose issue on for me. But anyway, and Tina Scott Polsky, who mishears him say something. I always am sympathetic to people who mishear things, but here you go. Here was the uh, funny moment. First, I would argue that woke communities, because of the lack, excuse me? Woke? Local communities. Oh, sorry. I said woke. I apologize. That was sort of reactionary. I apologize. <laughs> um. <laughs> she thought he said woke because he kind of does slur his speech a little bit. And she reacts to it. And then he reacts to her reacting. I mean, it's just funny the things that you hear sometimes. But by the way, one of the one of the arguments against, not to delve too much in this quick time, but um, there is something weird about a group of people saying that we cannot trust ourselves to trust ourselves later. By putting term limits in. That's what you're saying, right? You're listening to News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.